Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. Hello and welcome to the following on podcast. This is Neil Manthorpe here at Newlands, a beautiful Newlands, in the company of Claire Cowan, who I'm delighted to say will be joining us for commentary on the three one-day internationals between uh, South Africa and England after England's emphatic 3-1 victory in the Test Series. So Claire, um, it all changed for the South African lineup um, in the squad, new captain, um, some confusion about whether Faf Duplessis would resume the captaincy. That wasn't obviously relayed to the new man, Quinton de Kock, who has now accepted that his position is full-time as the new South African captain. But lots of new faces in that South African squad, eh? Absolutely. It's quite incredible. You've got Yanovan Milan, who's uh, Peter Milan's brother. Uh, there's just so many. Magala apparently is not playing because he uh, has not passed a fitness test. Uh, Shamsi's back into the side. It really looks like an exciting. JJ Smuts, we know how explosive he can be but it's going to be interesting there are a lot of changes and there are a lot of big names sitting out for South Africa England are world champions obviously this is their first series since uh, the World Cup um, there was a lot of emotion I mean we were looking on from the outside obviously a lot of emotion for for those England players to process um, Owen Morgan actually wasn't sure. I mean, he took a couple of months to decide whether he would uh, carry on. But as world champions, I I guess um, they've got a lot more to live up to these days. Well, the pressure will definitely be on England. They've just won 3-1 against uh, South Africa in the Test Series. And now, obviously, they're the World Cup champions. They've got huge expectations to live up to. They're in South Africa, and South Africa are battling side at the moment. And South Africa are going to want to sort of put a little bit of respect back into the South African name. Right, let's um, look at it from South Africa's point of view as far as results are concerned. Obviously, uh, there is the transformation issue to, to be addressed and we know that the transformation targets, the quotas, are measured across all three formats um, and in a calendar year as well. And South Africa fell short of those numbers in the test series. This is an opportunity to give more players of colour, black African players, an opportunity. 
But winning is still important. Oh, absolutely. And I think where South Africa is at the moment, winning is probably the most important thing. The morale from the team perspective as well as the public is going to be really down with the you know performance in the test series. So it's about trying to balance it. They're definitely making moves. We've got you know Ngidi back in and Simpala back in. So you would think that the two of them are going to be sort of a, a good combination bowling-wise, fast bowling-wise. But it's about balance, and, and I think there might be a little bit of an overcompensation here to try and get the numbers right. Temba Bavuma's back in. He's done really, really well going back to domestic cricket out of missing out from the Test Series. So hopefully he can also sort of add some runs if he gets into the, the 11. We're going to hear from Owen Morgan in just a moment, but um, it's interesting discussing how important results are and winning. Let's hear from South Africa's new ODI captain, Quinton de Kock. You know, I think obviously it's always nice to not play against Ben Stokes anyway. Um, but no, they've still got some quality players. Um, a lot of them are still World Cup winners and we're, and we're part of that squad. So um, they've also got some exciting young players also. So um, I think it is important we start off with a winner. Um, it'll be great. I think it'll be great for the for, for the team environment. Um, and yeah, boys seem like they're up for it so yeah hopefully we can get through I think it's just like playing any other team just despite you have a World Cup anyway it doesn't change anything um, you know still Eng still the Eng normal English team that we'll play against um, I remember the last time we played against and yeah we actually did pretty well I think we won won the series so um, so no it doesn't change much whether they're World Cup winners or not it's just like playing any team whether you're playing against Australia India Bangladesh it doesn't matter right it's back to England um, there's uh, no Ben Stokes <laughs> which is the big news and uh, Quinton de Kock made us all smile and he said thank goodness for that we don't like playing against Ben Stokes but but they're also there's a few new faces there as well I mean they're also building for the future it's not just the same old World Cup squad no absolutely there's some big changes you know you've got both the, the current brothers Ta uh, Sam and Tom coming in and they look really exciting prospects you've got Matt Parkinson who's who's a young spinner coming up and Tom Banton who from everything we've seen is a really really exciting young batsman so England are also sort of starting to play around with combinations trying to blood some young talent it's important you know you sort of year three in into you know into going into the next World Cup in 2023 so it's important to start testing some combinations but again it comes down to also winning series and I think South Africa want to win this series badly. In many ways our expectations as South Africans should be pretty low I mean let's be honest about it um, the world champions are very new look South African side however I'm thinking that might count in their favor because the expectations are so low I think the expectations are low and they've got nothing to lose. They've got a young side, so they're going to have a huge amount of excitement. There's some debutants on the way and they're going to want to stamp their sort of authority in the in the you know first starting 11. So that energy could help South Africa. The expectations from the England side, World Cup champions having to do well. They've just done the t well in the Test Series. Uh, that's also a lot of pressure on England. Right, time to uh, hear from Owen Morgan now, speaking to Andrew McKenna. Um, and... Is there pressure on England or is it an opportunity to celebrate the fact that they're world champions? I mean, the last time we spoke was in the West Indies. Obviously, a lot happened since then. I'll be honest, when I was watching the World Cup final, my mind came forward to now and I wasn't sure I was going to be speaking to you as England captain. Were you always sure after that day going forward that this was a job that you wanted to carry on doing? It wasn't something that I focused on straight away. Any decision that I make that that's quite a big decision in, in my career or life. I, I tend to take as much time as, as I need and I feel 
um, it needs um, until everything becomes more transparent and clear and, and there's a clear picture moving forward. I think it, it took me longer than I expected to make the decision simply because after the World Cup, within a couple of weeks, I went back and played with Middlesex and played a, a number of T20 Blast games so that the end of the se season didn't really settle down for some time. But, but once it did, it was only a couple of weeks before you know, the, the picture and the, and, and the vision of the next year, two years became more clear in my head and answered some questions about um, my back and my injuries and, and, and everything seemed to look really good and I felt more comfortable making a, a clear decision then um, and I suppose having gone to New Zealand and, and you know played some of the best cricket I've played in the last four years out there uh, reaffirmed that, that the decision I made was the right one. You mentioned the blast. I was at that first game against Kent at Lords. I was lucky enough to be in the pavilion. You got a standing ovation for everything you did that night. Has that become normal yet? Does it sort of make sense in your mind? It's, it certainly doesn't make sense. Um, I suppose winning the World Cup is, is an extremely privileged position to be in. Uh, the journey that we went on over that four-year period and the dramatic fashion in which that game was won was absolutely extraordinary and you know, it's, it's something that I think uh, hopefully catapults cricket at home forward over the next period of time and, and inspires a, a new generation of cricketer to pick up a ball or a bat. You come therefore into this series, Are you, do you as a team have targets on your chest for every other team around the world to, to try and knock the one day world champions off their perch? I think having gone into the last summer's World Cup as number one in the world, and, and, and we were number one in the world for about a year and a half in the lead-in, um, I suppose as a result of consistent performances over a two and a half year period, I think having done that um, and achieved the goal that we we have in, in winning the World Cup, we, we reset targets and reset uh, exactly how the next two years look. And I think one of the most beneficial things that we did over that four-year period in building a group of players, a, a squad of players together that could play in that final 11 was extremely invaluable to us because having guys competing for places throughout the whole, you know, of that four-year period allowed us to become stronger as a, as a unit and that resulted in extremely high performances from, from some of our best players. So, as you now come into this series... What do you want to get out of it? I mean, are you starting... Everyone talks about the four-year process to get you to, to World Cup 2019. Are you going effectively back to square zero again to, to start a new process? Or do you pick up from where you left? No, I think a bit of both. Um, so we use the momentum that we have gained in, over the last four years, um, the senior players, the experience, um, guys who are some of the the best players in the world and we start dragging new names, new faces uh, of guys who have performed in international T20s and have come in as a new group of players to try and get them up to speed and get them staking their claim for positions that, that possibly are quite cemented at the moment. So what do you want to get out of this three-match series? Exactly that then, having a bigger pool of players to pick from? Definitely. Um, we obviously want to win the series. Um, every game is going to be extremely difficult. We know winning down in South Africa is extremely difficult and hard to come by. We've, we've not done it down here as a, as a group together, um, the group that have been together over the last four years. So it's something that we really, really want to do. Um, and also we want to look at that wider group of players. So guys will make their debuts throughout this, the series, um, which will be fantastic to see. And hopefully they'll take those chances. 
I've given up looking at weather forecasts in this country because they're spectacularly unreliable, but everyone is telling me that Durban might be a bit of a washout. Three-match series, therefore, becomes potentially a two-match series. That means winning match number one could be even more big in, in terms of the context. Right. Well, you know, I didn't know that. I very rarely look at the weather or the pitch, actually, until the day before or the morning of the game because it is so unpredictable. And I suppose uh, both items of... of um, that we're talking about contribute to the other so we're looking to hopefully start with a win um, if we lose you know we'll, we'll fight our way back hopefully um, and learn from the performance um, but we, we can't control the weather Just finally the opposition it's all changed in South African ranks um, thanks to the internet and everything else around the world there are very few surprises anymore in terms of the opposition but it's going to be a new look side and therefore have new challenges for you to deal with yes it will um, some of the guys that we've we've looked at the footage of we haven't come across a great deal um, of in the past or in when guys have played the Mzanzi League down here in South Africa so getting to know those guys and watching as much footage as we can will be extremely useful um, majority of our process throughout the series is going to be about ourselves and focusing on executing our, our targets and our plans uh, as best we can. I know I said the last one was the last one, but I promise you this is the last one. England have played 7-1 down to nationals at Newlands. They've won one, and that was against Pakistan in a World Cup game. You've never beaten South Africa on this ground. It'd be a nice time to change that. It would. Let's hope it starts tomorrow. Well, Claire... England have only won one out of seven at Newlands. Beautiful, sunny Newlands as it is now. We'll see it under floodlights tomorrow. Um, Quinton de Kock said how much the team love playing here and he said it's a great venue to play at and to watch cricket. Maybe that'll count in South Africa's favour. Well, I think they need a lot to count in their favour. They might need a lot of help. But hopefully the youngsters coming into the squad can help with the motivation and really get the guys fired up for a, for a good first ODI. Well, that's all for today's show. But don't forget, you can keep up to date with all the action from South Africa on the following on podcast, which will be broadcast daily. Subscribe on iTunes, Acast and Spotify. See you all tomorrow. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you're keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.